Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the Financial Times Big Read, a weekly podcast featuring the best of our long-form reporting from around the world. I'm Anna Dedder from the Comment and Analysis Desk. China's state-owned enterprises a lumbering giants crying out for reform as Beijing tries to shift the economy away from over-dependence on heavy industry and construction. But, says Gabriel Wildau, the approach being taken is to merge zombie enterprises into even bigger monsters, which many doubt can address the problems of overcapacity and poor profitability. Now Gabriel goes to visit a state-owned shipyard building huge container vessels for the shipper Costco, which China plans to merge with China Shipping Group to create the world's biggest container line. On a rainy afternoon at one of China's largest shipyards, workers on break from welding cluster beneath the hulls of half-built vessels to keep dry. Despite the collapse in freight rates that has ravaged the shipping industry, the yard at Shanghai Waigaochao Shipbuilding has no shortage of business. A worker could ride his bicycle across the entire 1.1-kilometer yard under the line of partial hulls. This and other state-owned shipyards are being kept busy by China Ocean Shipping Group, better known as Costco, the country's largest container shipper by carrying capacity, which ordered 11 huge container ships last year. Caixin, the financial magazine, reported that the three ships ordered from Waigaochao would be large enough to carry 20,000 standard-sized 20-foot-long containers, making them the world's largest container vessels. Costco's non-government shareholders may wonder why the state-owned company needs 11 huge new vessels. Its directors acknowledged in the company's half-year earnings statement that, quote, overall demand in the shipping market weakened, unquote, in 2015, while, quote, oversupply in shipping capacity continued. Scheduled to be delivered in 2018, the timing of the ship order is made all the more surprising given the fall-off in global trade down 12% last year in value terms, according to the International Monetary Fund, amid forecasts that indicate it is unlikely to improve anytime soon. The good news for Costco is that it will not have to spend much of its own money to meet the $1.5 billion cost of the 11 ships. A 2013 regulation by the Finance Ministry provides a subsidy to ship owners that demolish old vessels and replace them with new ones from state-owned builders like Waigaochao. The good news for Costco is that it will not have to spend much of its own money to meet the $1.5 billion cost of the 11 ships. A 2013 regulation by the Finance Ministry provides a subsidy to ship owners that demolish old vessels and replace them with new ones from state-owned builders like Waigaochao. Costco is a vivid example of the problems facing China's inefficient and debt-ridden state-owned enterprises. Excluding one-off items, the company lost 3.8 billion renminbi, or $580 million, in the first nine months of 2015. Its net debt-to-equity ratio, at 206% at the end of September, 
was more than triple the average of 66% for all Shanghai-listed companies, according to Wind Information, a Chinese financial database. With China's economy growing at its slowest pace in 25 years, economists say dealing with lumbering state-owned enterprises is the single most important step to restructuring the economy. Zhen Guangshen, chief Asia economist at Mizuho Securities Asia, says, quote, SOE reform, debt, overcapacity, and zombie companies are all deeply connected issues. For private companies in overcapacity industries, after several years of losses, there's no way to continue. The owner will shut down or sell it off. But at SOEs, they can keep getting bank loans or government support. Beijing has been seeking to steer its economy away from overdependence on heavy industry and construction. But state-owned enterprises are clustered in smokestack industries like steel, coal, shipbuilding, and heavy machinery that are tied to the old growth model. These lumbering giants are ill-suited to meet demand in the emerging services sectors, such as healthcare, technology, education, and entertainment, the fastest-growing areas of the Chinese economy. The Costco subsidy is one of hundreds that benefit China's huge SOEs. Subsidies for listed companies totaled 30 billion renminbi in 2014, according to wind data collated from company filings. The true figure is even higher. Many subsidies flow to unlisted enterprises, while SOEs also enjoy non-cash benefits like low-interest bank loans and discounts on land and energy. Senior leaders have pledged to overhaul the bloated state sector. Premier Li Keqiang told a meeting of top economic advisors in December, quote, We must summon our determination and set to work. For those zombie enterprises with absolute overcapacity, we must ruthlessly bring down the knife. Yin Weimin, China's labor minister, said yesterday that he expects 1.3 million coal workers and 500,000 steel workers to lose their jobs as part of efforts to deal with overcapacity, without specifying a time frame. Last September, a Communist Party-approved master plan for reform outlined initiatives aimed at imposing market discipline on state companies. They included stake sales and depoliticizing the appointment of senior executives, currently selected by the party's personnel agency rather than ordinary shareholders. The approach pursued most aggressively, however, has been consolidation, where the government orchestrates mergers of big SOEs. In the past year, the State-Owned Assets Supervision and Administration Commission that oversees SOEs has approved the mergers of at least six that were already very large. Among these deals is one to combine Costco with China Shipping Group to create the world's largest container line. Communist Party leaders believe larger SOEs will be more competitive globally and have long viewed economies of scale as crucial for cultivating national champions. Size is considered all the more important now, with falling commodity prices cutting profit margins on steel, coal, base metals, and heavy machinery down to the bone. Yukon Huang, former China country director at the World Bank, and senior associate at the Carnegie Endowment for International Peace says, quote, President Xi Jinping probably believed that a large state enterprise sector is good. He looks towards the West and sees that major companies are big and getting bigger. When China's leaders look overseas at so-called market economies, they don't get the sense that big companies and big mergers are bad. 
Consolidation has been taking place for more than a decade. Since its creation in 2003, the number of companies under SASAC control has fallen from 189 to 103, largely due to mergers. Large-scale reforms began in the late 1990s after bad loans to state-owned companies pushed China's banking system to the brink of collapse. An aggressive round of reform saw employment in state-owned companies almost halve from 70 million in 1997 to 37 million in 2005. With the worst-performing SOEs closed down or privatized, profitability improved. Return on assets at SOEs has always lagged behind that of private firms. But the gap narrowed markedly in the early 2000s. That changed with the 2008 global financial crisis. The huge stimulus that China rolled out to offset the slowdown relied on state-owned companies acting in the national interest. Banks were ordered to ramp up lending to SOEs, which dutifully splurged on new factories and equipment, regardless of commercial need. The downsizing of the state sector came to a halt. The stimulus fueled a construction boom for factories, housing, and infrastructure. Demand for output from state factories soared temporarily, and SOE profits grew. But the sector overindulged, and the comedown was hard. Worried about the rise in company borrowing and growing local government debt, banks and regulators tightened lending. The housing market cooled, and infrastructure spending slowed. Companies. Facing a rising debt burden and slack demand for output from their newly built factories, stopped investing. At state-owned Aluminum Corporation of China, where total assets surged from 82 billion RMB in 2006 to 175 billion RMB six years later, net losses hit 17 billion RMB in 2014, the most of any listed SOE. It is not alone. Some 42% of all SOEs lost money in 2013, according to official figures. Total SOE profits declined in absolute terms last year for the first time since 2001. The gap in return on assets between SOEs and private firms is now the largest it has been in 20 years. Policymakers have made so-called supply-side reform the major theme of economic policy for 2016. But many analysts doubt that merging big companies into still larger ones can address the root cause of overcapacity and weak profitability. Sooner or later, companies may need to swallow the bitter pill of factory closures and employee layoffs. Wendy Loitert, a visiting researcher at the Brookings Institution's China Center, wrote, quote, "Creating even larger SOEs is likely to exacerbate their already daunting financial and organizational ills." Merging centrally owned firms will increase their market share at the risk of long-term competitiveness and efficiency gains. For many Western economists, the answer is clear: raise efficiency through privatization. Yet China's top leaders have resisted this approach. Sasek has embraced cautious experimentation with so-called mixed ownership, a euphemism for selling off minority stakes. But far from shrinking its role in the economy. The leadership believes the answer lies in strengthening the ruling party's grip on state assets, while making SOEs more competitive. At a Politburo meeting on November 23, top party leaders decided that the focus of the reform effort should be to quote strengthen, optimize, and enlarge state firms, while rejecting quote privatization, according to a detailed account of the meeting circulated on social media. Mega mergers are also seen as a way to eliminate what has been called. Malicious competition, 
between rival state groups. The country's two biggest manufacturers of railway equipment agreed to combine at the end of 2014. The new group will be expected to bid for the rail projects central to Mr. Xi's ambitious New Silk Road initiative, aimed at helping Chinese companies sell infrastructure in Asia and the Middle East. The greatest obstacle to shutting down loss-making SOEs is the prospect of mass layoffs that Beijing fears could spark social unrest. Merging weaker SOEs into stronger ones is seen as a less disruptive way to deal with excess capacity than forcing loss-making firms into bankruptcy, leaving millions jobless. Zhu Jinwen, an economist who researches SOEs at the Chinese Academy of Social Sciences, a think tank that advises the government, says, quote, If a stronger enterprise can restructure a weaker one, they can find ways to redeploy workers. They're not just going to fire everyone immediately. Dealing with overcapacity creates unemployment pressure. This has to be considered. Longmei Group, the biggest SOE in the Rust Belt northeastern province of Heilongjiang, made headlines when it announced plans in September to lay off 100,000 workers. But the company's statement shows many of the workers will simply be, quote, diverted to associated companies, a sign of the political pressure on SOEs to maintain jobs. At the Waikaochao shipyard, a solderer named Lee is happy to work at a company where layoffs are rare, even in tough times. He says, quote, After the financial crisis, a lot of guys left for the smaller, privately owned yards, where pay was better. Now they're closing down. These days they regret it, but it's not easy to get back in. Additional reporting. Here at Bellingcat, we get to the bottom of things. From a global crisis to an underreported event, we find the facts using publicly available tools and resources, uncovering what is hidden on and below the surface. We connect the dots using social media posts, satellite images, and public records, and empower others to do the same by sharing how we do it. The ability to do so is only made possible by our readers, supporters, and community members. Care to join us? Learn how at bellincat.com. By Manan. 